You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome on and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is a Friday, October 23rd, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you enjoyed the riveting edition of NFC East football that we were treated to on Thursday night. This is our Friday show, as mentioned, but Thursday was a very special day. My family and I are actually in the city that my wife and I used to live in. We're in San Antonio for a couple of days. We are not alone. We are joined by my parents, but right now we are joined by, uh, as we are recording on Thursday night, the birthday boy, Papa Ocho himself. Happy birthday, my dude. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks. I appreciate that. So, um, not... I, I promise I'm not, you know, the guy that's like, oh, it was my birthday, you know, to curry the happy birthdays, but something that is cool that we've always enjoyed, my birthday was Tuesday, your birthday was Thursday, so that's why we decided to take a family trip, uh, still social distancing and, and being smart and being safe, uh, but it's, it's always a fun week this time of year. We celebrated also uh, my wife and I getting bare on Monday, so it's a week of, of celebration that we're going to carry on through the weekend as well. Oh yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been really a nice week for us and uh, having a great time. Uh, today's our first day in San Antonio, uh, and so you know I'm looking forward to the next few days here. And uh, generally, we have a a big party to celebrate both birthdays. Uh, and this year, obviously, uh, 2020 being what it's been, uh, we canceled that. And uh, as you said, we decided to just uh, come here and doing all the uh, uh, COVID protocols as well, uh, but still having a great time. So it is the football season though, which means there's work to be done, there are podcasts to be recorded, there are videos to be shot. So all of our work uh, obviously is continuing, our fantastic team, our fantastic staff at Blog of the Boys, all of the podcasts are coming out. Uh, we'll be here for a couple of days, but you shouldn't expect any interruption uh, between now and then. So as far as you're concerned, our valuable listener, everything is normal. We will have uh, because it is Friday later on today, a new episode of Girls Talking Boys. Tomorrow we will have a new episode of Cowboys Oi with Mauricio Rodriguez. And then, of course, Saturday night, Sunday morning, a new episode of the pregame where we all give you our predictions for the Cowboys-Washington game. And then Monday's new episode of the Ocho is our postgame show. You know the routine by now. Um, so we will get into our, our predictions, and Papa Ocho is going to give one himself, too, on this week's episode of the pregame. But uh, we, we waited until after Thursday Night Football to record this, 
the New York Giants squandered an 11-point lead against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles now 2-4-1. and one. They get a week and a half, the mini-buy, uh, to rest up and prepare for the Dallas Cowboys. Coming off of a home game, mind you, get the mini-buy before another home game against the Cowboys, who will obviously be operating off of less rest, less preparation, because they're playing on Sunday, and they're playing a road game on Sunday going into another road game. Um, so, you know, hey, that, I thought the NFL was about fairness, parity, whatever, whatever, but... Um, your thoughts uh, on, <laughs> I mean, you haven't been on, actually. I, I think this is your first time on this season. Um, obviously, the NFC East is really bad. Were you at all intimidated by New York or Philly on Thursday night? Uh, no, not uh, intimidated. I would not use those two words uh, synonymous at all with uh, New York or, or Philadelphia. But I did, I did see, uh, I think at the end, uh, some encouraging, you know, activity from Philadelphia. I, I thought they did well to, you know, uh, come back like they did and to stay the course. And, and Carson looked good on that last drive, uh, you know, dropped a little diamond there to, to, to Boston Scott. Scott. Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, intimidated is not the word, but, you know, at least encouraging. And they're they're the better team. They have the better coach. They have the best talent of of those two teams, at least. They have the best quarterback in the division at this point with Dak Prescott gone for the year. I know that there are people who certainly, ourselves included, take shots at Carson Wentz, but the idea that he's not the best quarterback active in the NFC East is, is silly. Um, so they should, and that they are a good team when they are not falling all over themselves. They proved that in rallying late last week against Baltimore, even though they lost. Um, they obviously proved that on Thursday night. And I think the frustrating thing for Cowboys fans and, and what feels like the disconnect between Doug Peterson's Eagles and either Jason Garrett's Cowboys or what we're seeing from Mike McCarthy's Cowboys is, I mean, the Eagles are banged up. I, I mean, they have how many injuries? Deshaun Jackson got hurt right before that last drive. And I know it was still just the Giants, but they find a way. And that it, it just there are things that that feel like things, you know, that may not necessarily be supported by an overwhelming amount of evidence. But it always feels like other teams can survive and sustain different hurdles like that where the Cowboys fall short. And, you know, like for the Cowboys, if, if the whole if, if everything isn't going completely perfectly according to plan, they just they fall all over themselves. Yeah, and, and so, uh, you know, again, not using uh, the word intimidation, as I mentioned, but I think, uh, you know, I saw resiliency uh, with, uh, with the Eagles uh, tonight. So, so that's a good thing, too, you know. I mean, it, it, it certainly uh, helps you win ballgames. It's um, who's the favorite right now to you? And it's worth mentioning, we've said this a couple of times so far this week on, on, on various shows here, um, we got New York Philly tonight, Thursday night. Dallas is in Washington on Sunday afternoon. The Eagles lost in Washington in week one. The Cowboys themselves, as mentioned, will be in Philadelphia next week. I think in 10 days or so, we will have, again, the NFC is very special, but we will have a, a much more firm idea as to who they are. Because right now it's week seven and the division combined as of Friday morning has less wins than the number of week that it is on the season. Right. And yeah, so, you know, I guess uh, when you say who's my favorite right now or who, who's the favorite, um, you know, I, I think that uh, on paper, the Cowboys still, you know, own the most talent. They, you know, they possess the most talent. 
of any of the teams in the NFC East. And, um, you know, with, with what we've been seeing, with what, with what we've been hearing uh, from, uh, you know, from the organization and, you know, some of the things, uh, some of the seams that are, have broken and, and I think are going to be mended, uh, I do think that the Cowboys, uh, you know, are capable and uh, probably will um, mend, uh, you know, those, those broken parts and get back on track. I don't know if it'll happen this week. I think this week's going to be a struggle against uh, uh, Washington. I think that uh, they do understand, you know, that this is still a, a very tight race. And, and I think that, you know, that's encouraging for them. It should be. Uh, so I do feel uh, I, I'm confident. I'm encouraged. You know, I think that they have the, the talent level. Uh, you know, on the, at the player level uh, to do what's necessary. And, you know, I mean, like we've talked all year, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things about this year. There was, you know, virtually no training camp, you know, all of the uh, COVID protocols and things that have, you know, been put into place. But again, you know, you, you say that and in the same breath, you say, well, all of the other teams have had to go through sure. that as well. However, you know, not every team, you know, had a new coach this year. So I think that, you know, that still does make a little bit of a difference. But, you know, if, if you ask me again, and this is a long-winded answer to your question, uh, who do I think is the favorite to win the NFC East? I still would lean towards the Cowboys. Uh, again, because I do think they'll turn it around in the next two or three games. Um, quickly, and we'll, we'll go through our preview for Dallas-Washington on the pregame, you'll, like I said, make your prediction as well. Um, but the Cowboys have 10 games remaining. And just generally here, five of them are against the NFC East. In those five games, uh, no, it's four of them, excuse me, four of them are against the NFC East. In those four games, how many do they win? Just, again, if you're, if you're rounding right now. I'd say three. Okay, so three. Um, that's four games left. Steelers, loss, right? Yeah. Okay, Ravens, loss, right? Yes. Bengals? I think they win that one. So you're talking four more wins. Uh, 49ers? I think they lose. Uh, Vikings? I think they lose. Okay, so we're talking they can maybe get to seven-ish wins here, which might be enough. I mean, yeah, the Vikings game is, is maybe a toss-up. Uh, you know, let me rescind that a little bit. Uh, you know, it depends on on what Vikings team shows up. So, you know, that, that may be the toss-up, and so that's where it puts you between seven and eight wins. I think that's fair. Um, last thing before we get out of here, uh, just on the purposes of headlines, there were no real big pieces of news, which was really fortunate for me because we were driving most of the day, uh, so I lucked out there. Um, but something that, again, really has nothing to do with the Cowboys necessarily in terms of this year's team, but Des Bryant, it was reported by NFL Network, it seems like the Baltimore Ravens are going to sign him to their practice squad again because of COVID protocols. Veterans can be signed to practice squads. We've talked about that a lot. Um, I don't, I don't know how anybody's not happy for Des. Uh, it's been a long time since Des has played in the NFL. The last time that Des played an NFL game, the Philadelphia Eagles had never won a Super Bowl. Um, it was Week 17 of the 2017 season when the Cowboys won their six to nothing. Nobody had really identified who Pat Mahomes was. Patrick Mahomes, excuse me, if, if his mother is listening. Um, but so it's it's been a long time, um, and and even if he you know if it does happen, uh, that's not a guarantee that he'll obviously get to play. I mean you know look at and again I'm certainly very hopeful, but look at the way Brandon Carr worked out for the Cowboys. Just you know as far as different examples, 
Uh, but I think it, it will certainly be very cool if Dez does get an opportunity to play with a loaded offense and a loaded team like Baltimore. I mean, they traded for Yannick Ngakwe, too, on Thursday. Um, so I, I think it will be really cool. Uh, and for what it's worth, the Cowboys will be in Baltimore uh, seven days after Thanksgiving. We, we talked before, we, we go to a road game every year. Um, it's kind of our own yearly tradition. We were going to go to Baltimore this year. Obviously, we're not going anywhere uh, for, for obvious reasons. But your thoughts on, on Dez? Uh, again, at the time, the report is that it looks like he's going to sign with the Ravens. Assuming that happens, your thoughts? I'm happy for Dez. I, I think, uh, you know, he certainly deserves uh, the opportunity. I think he's, you know, still able to be relevant uh, on an NFL team. And, you know, why not the Ravens? You know, that's a powerhouse team. and you He'll know, look think, awesome in that uniform. Too. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I think uh, he'll play uh, inspired football. So happy for Dez and, and wish him well there. Um, I do think, because, again, the Cowboys will visit the Ravens um, later on in the season. When Dez signed with New Orleans um, in the 20, was that, 18 season, um, and the Cowboys would go on to win that game, actually. That was obviously kind of a, a defining game for, for the Cowboys. But when the moment Dez signed was when things were bad for the Cowboys, you know, when, when they were in a rut and everything, and, and everybody was, you know, already projected to that game saying, Dez is going to throw up the X, it's going to be this big deal, whatever. And then obviously he got hurt, and, and that didn't end up happening. I don't think that same juice will be there. Because uh, I saw, like, when I tweeted about this, I got a lot of responses that were like, Dez is going to go for 200 yards and two touchdowns, <laughs> blah, blah. And even if he did, I don't think it would be this, like, middle finger, the way it would have felt if he had done it with the Saints. I think a lot of that is the fan factor, that, that there won't be as many fans. Obviously, this game will be in Baltimore versus Arlington. I also think the fact that the coaching staff is gone, right? Um, and that the Cowboys are this this weakened team from an injury perspective. You know, it's a shell of who they're supposed to be. You know, like it's they it's, got bigger problems than you know what they had when Dez was um, right. maybe a little bit irate at them. It just feels like um, like I'm not a, a wrestling fan. You know that, but it feels like you know two or it feels like like a big boxing match or something of two guys we wanted to see fight forever. And they just they didn't schedule the fight till they were both kind of past the point where it was relevant or awesome or whatever. And so I don't think it will have as much juice as it would have had. Like it would have been awesome if if the Cowboys had been in chaos and Dez had just stunned it all over them and thrown up the X in AT&T Stadium. But um, it, it is what it is actually Dez's last touchdown um, that he caught. I believe was against Washington, who the Cowboys are obviously playing um, this week. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, we will see what happens on Friday. All seems as well as can be on the injury front. Uh, I imagine we'll get some more information from Mike McCarthy regarding Zach Martin. Uh, but, you know, uh, there's a lot of wind missing from sales. And, and a win this week, I think, would go a long way in, in improving that. But we will see. Papa Ocho, happy birthday once again. Hope your day was awesome. Looking forward to a great weekend. He'll be on the pregame tomorrow. Everybody, girls talking boys later today. Cowboys, oi, tomorrow. Do us a favor. Have the absolute best Friday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys. And peace out.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.